Hello and welcome to this episode of Demystified as we explore home cooking in a modern world. Hello, I'm Linda and I'm here with my friend Paul. Did you forget your name? I, did, I nearly did then. <laughs> I, it's that late on a Friday. How are you going, Paul? All right, I'm tired, but it's Friday. That was Penny. By Penny. By Penny. <laughs> it's one of those days. Yeah. So, Paul, you've had a very interesting week, and none of it's been about cooking. Uh, well, well uh, some of yeah. it, yeah. No, well, but not say, really. Yeah. Well, maybe, yeah. Well, I haven't actually done a lot of physical cooking. We're on to um, update three. Yes, kitchen three. Yeah. Kitchen three, but... V3. Version five of that of that room, but of, version yeah. kitchen three. Yeah, so been busy doing that. Got a new cooktop which I had to fit anyway. So and you've been painting all these things that chefs do. Like appropriate painting, time. carpentry. Yeah, but it's going to look good, and um, you know. And you've stacked the ovens, which is good. I think that's going to work really well. Yeah, and people will get to see, you know, a bit bit different in the. Um, in the background when we do our tutorials and our, our recipes and stuff. So hopefully it'll help improve the video quality a little bit. I think it'll make it easier because stacking the ovens really gives you a bit more flexibility with, I think, what you can show in yeah. the ovens and, you know, getting everything into screen because I know that that's been an, an interesting... Interesting. Interesting hey, dilemma. Oh yeah, what's what's going on? <laughs> um, it's been an interesting dilemma for you to solve with some of the tutorials uh, that you've been doing. Yeah, but and placement, but step closer, step closer. So we're always looking to improve. It's not just cooking. So no, but it's getting that message is... out. It's getting that message out, isn't yeah. it? It's trying to get to help as many people as we can, which is at the moment. While we're all still homebound and yeah. and everyone's cooking and we can see that people are cooking bread and pork yeah. belly. Yeah, bread and pork and belly. And chocolate cake. Yeah, but... Well, Who wouldn't love a chocolate cake yeah. after pork belly? Yeah. Well, you could have it before if that was your thing. I used I'm to sure know... Dougie would... Uh, Doug, Dougie would... Love Dougie would love two desserts and any yeah. given day, I know. But no, from, uh, like from the kitchen, yeah, not like not a lot. It's kind of hard to... Um, hard to say over a podcast but there is things happening so we'll have some you know more we should we should stuff. post a photo yeah we not should yet. post a photo on facebook no not yet. okay not, not ready, ready to reveal not ready I'm not ready okay it takes it yeah because i'm not a fitter and custom made cabinetry and things that i'm doing it takes me a little while longer than like normal regular people i think so anyway Nonetheless, I was very happy with my um, ducting installation for uh, downdraft. So that will be, that's good. I was very happy with myself about that. No, oh, that's well quite done. professional. Maybe I should give up cooking and start to. No, but it please. didn't take me all day oh, no. to do one. You won't make any money, buddy. Yeah. No money in that. Oh, well, what do you do? I have got a question for you, a cooking related oh, question. No. Polenta. You've got us all. Yes. Oh, did we figure out what 
No, problem. this is the problem. I thought I'd share the problem because even people with years of experience, access to a chef, can still have problems yeah. following, well, just making sure that they're working out what's going on. Yeah. So just so that I can recap for everybody, wanted to make some polenta, got all inspired following Paul's tutorial and the first lot of polenta I made was was great, tasty, but thick as by using the um, five to one ratio, yeah, could have half been, and half. Could have stuck some wallpaper. And could have, yes, you could have carved it I don't and know, worn, just, you wanted his shoes, but it was very tasty, but very thick. Yeah. And I did put in a whole lot of water uh, after texting you, yeah. <laughs> going, help, I'm serving and it's really solid. I did put in some water and gave it a stir and it did loosen up a little bit, but it was very tasty and very easy to cook. An hour gave me time to do everything else I had to do for dinner. Yeah. It was fantastic. So the next time I made it, I put in 620 mils, not 500. Yeah. And it was still came out really thick. Not just Well, you know what I think happened. So there could be two possible reasons for this. Yeah. One is that it's not fine polenta, it's instant polenta. Well, I mean, Which, when you say fine polenta, well, polenta what, comes in different grains. Well, polenta. So grains, be, yeah. But instant polenta, I'm, someone out there, if you want to get in touch with us and correct me, knock yourself out. Um, I'm pretty sure they put something in it, um, like an additional something, cornstarch. I don't know, but it's not the same as just straight polenta. There's an addition to it, which I think thickens it. Now, my gut feeling is without seeing your concrete polenta, um, my gut feeling is is that Dougie may have purchased instant polenta and you've treated it as though it's not. And so maybe the ratio was out then because, I mean, I actually say on the tutorial six to one's pretty good and it's generally worked for me. But Yeah, it was I mean, just, it was incredibly I, I, I also yummy. would like to point out again Recipes are guidelines. No, Paul. <laughs> They're a process. Yeah. You and I have this discussion because I'm I'm definitely a process and I need to follow that recipe for new things that I'm not confident on. So what's your other thought that it might be what? That it's just um, a grain. If it's not instant, that it just needs a lot more water and well, a lot more liquid. So maybe eight to one. If it's a larger grain, yeah. it may well need. But if it – when you – Eat it if it tastes grainy. No, it hasn't been cooked out enough, and it's a larger grain. Um, but by what you're telling me, it, what didn't? It was like when you get a meringue or something like that, and you can get the granules of sugar. Like you, it's like sand. Hmm. Polenta does the same thing if it's not cooked out properly. So. Well, I sent you home with some anyway. Some I, mean, I am going to make that. I asked yes. you to have a look at the grains and yes. have a look and see what if there was any difference. Yeah. But this is a long time to talk about polenta. No, well, I'm just saying <laughs> sometimes people follow a recipe and they don't know why their result might be different. And we're just exploring the fact lines. that that sometimes <laughs> it, there's a lot of factors that go into when you're into making something for yeah. the first time. And I was certainly wasn't. I was very super impressed, super impressed with the ease of cooking it up, stirring it, and then popping it into the oven for an hour because then I could get, we were having cutlets, lamb cutlets, 
and we could get that going and everything else that we were doing yeah. in a very relaxed, organised time. And the polenta was super tasty. Yeah. It didn't have any grain. It just felt like the consistency the second time of like a cake or bread, yeah. which was very thick. But And we had way too much because... It was so nice the first time, even though it was really thick. Yeah, we, and I mean, I if that happens, more. Like, you can always add more liquid. The only thing with adding more liquid, and it's not going to harm the polenta at all, it's not going to change it, but because if I was you, what I would have done is added like quite a bit of liquid, maybe a bit at a time, but I would have considered, you know, two, three, four, five hundred mils if it needed it, if it was that thick. Um, but the thing to take note of is that'll throw your seasoning out massively. So if you are going to cook it and then, and the whole idea behind adding butter and parmesan cheese is the butter, you know, melts obviously and turns to liquid and it sort of emulsifies in there. So in theory, when your polenta comes out of the oven, you add your butter, it should be runnier than what you're going to serve it as. And then you add parmesan and what the parmesan does the curds and the parmesan thicken it up slightly because cheese thickens things slightly not all the way but thickens it slightly so when you first add your polenta to the liquid that consistency when it goes into the steamer that consistency should be the same consistency when you've added your butter and parmesan so the consistency shouldn't differ a whole lot from initial adding of polenta to liquid and then the consistency will noticeably change when you add the butter and that's why I always add butter and then parmesan. I don't do butter and parmesan together. I do butter, mix that through, make sure it's all emulsified in and then I add the parmesan. But in your case, I would have done those things, added the butter and parmesan because parmesan's salty, and then I would have tasted it and gone, okay, right, water, 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 or stock, or milk, or whatever, or a mixture, um, and then I would have tasted it again to check the seasoning. Because the only the only harm you're doing is that you're going to cool it down, so you're better off adding warm water. You're going to cool it down, and you're also going to throw the seasoning out, but it's not going to hurt it. No, and I, and I think, thank you for that. Yeah. I think sometimes we should uh, do more of these when you've cooked something and it didn't turn out like you've expected. That's a long series. <laughs> but you forget, you've been cooking for so long and yeah. the way that you throw things together and I've seen you recover something that you thought, you know, oh, this is what you wanted and you've recovered it. Whereas I think sometimes when you're, when you're trying something new, it's a bit daunting and you're a little bit excited but you sort of, that's why I agree, never do a recipe for the first time when you've got people over yeah. that you're trying to impress or feed because it's quite stressful if it doesn't work out the well, way you want it. Don't forget that anything like that, and I'm not just saying polenta, but anything like that, water is not a bad ingredient. No. So, like, you'll see people make mayonnaises, like we have made mayonnaises, and a single egg yolk can take almost an infinite amount of oil, right? Almost infinite, and especially when you add mustard because that emulsifies as well. So thickens the oil so you can sit there with one egg yolk and make a liter of mayonnaise no problem but there'll be a point where it gets too thick where you won't be able to almost whisk it and it wouldn't be it wouldn't be nice the way it wouldn't be palatable and you add water water is a really important ingredient in the 
you know, and treat it as such. Treat it as an ingredient. It's not just, oh, well, I better thin it out and add some water. Water, you know, it goes into a lot of recipes. It goes into a lot of different things. Like, you're not going to add water to a cake, generally, unless it's a flourless, you know, mud cake or something like that. But water's a really important ingredient to have in your head that go, okay, well, I've got water. So especially to thin things out or... You know, if you add some water to a emulsified mayonnaise and it's too thick, um, you can then continue to add more oil after you've added the water. It'll still start emulsified, but you continue to add more oil. Same for, same thing for a, a Bernays or a Hollandaise sauce. The only difference being is that if you're making a hot emulsion sauce like a Bernays or a Hollandaise, if it's starting to look like it's going to split where the butter starts splitting away and you lose your emulsification, add cold water. If you're making a mayonnaise and it's starting to split and you're losing your emulsification, add warm water. So if you're doing a cold preparation, like a mayonnaise, where you're not cooking the egg, um, warm water, and a hot emulsification, cold water. So you do the opposite of what you're doing, and that should bring it back. Great. Well, I think that we do need to do more of these, I think, yeah. Paul, because I know I ask you, I know, you know, I sort of give you my numpty alert, numpty alert, uh, when, I send you a, <laughs> when I send you a text. But I think a lot of people have these queries, particularly when you're using a steam oven or in a combi steam and you're just not sure of it, just getting those little fine-tuning yeah. bits down. So thank you for that. the takeaway for today is, like, treat water as an ingredient. Yes. And send us... Any questions that you'd like resolved so that my uh, my friend here yeah. can answer them. Because I think if you've got the question, other people have the question as well. Quite possibly. Well, I maybe, know I maybe, do. Yeah, maybe, maybe that everyone out there is a better cook than you. That's quite possible. <laughs> that is absolutely possible as well. Well, thank you for that, Paul. I, well, are you going to tell people where they can send their questions? Oh, you can send your questions to info at cookingwithsteam.com. Very good. And, or to... Me directly at linda at cookingwithsteam.com. Oh, wow. Jeez, giving away your yes. personal email. Oh, well, it's not that personal, but yeah, uh, I, will then, anyway. I will then be able to make sure that both of uh, the two people that I I have to resource, because Joel answers a lot of questions yes, and he's he got a lot of knowledge now. So um, if you're unavailable because you're busy painting or pulling together some cabinetry. Yeah, that's yay. only this week. And you now know what an Allen key is very, very well, don't you? No, not really. always, no? Yeah. Oh, you don't use them? Okay. Why are they called Alan? I've got absolutely no idea, but I'm assuming it's because... Something for another day. Some guy called Alan invented them. Okay. Okay, well, have a, have good, a good weekend, weekend. and uh, right. thanks for listening. See, See ya. ya. Thanks for listening to this podcast as we explore home cooking in a modern world. We'd love you to subscribe, and for more information, please go to our website, cookingwithsteam.com. Mm-hmm.